Benton with my beautiful wife, Tracy from with my beautiful wife Tracy from Esther 414 Ministries and guys Esther 414 Ministries has anyone out there gone to the book of Esther and looked up chapter 4 verse 14 of the book of Esther if you do what will they find Tracy they will find it's for such a time as this. this. God has a for such a time as this for all of his children. Literally. For all of his children, he has for such a time as this. I know a lot of times we are impatient. We're not happy with the season that God has us. We're comparing (coughs) seasons. And oftentimes that's every season is there for a purpose. Some are to bless. Some are to train. Some are to rebuke, chasten, prune, sand, sift. Uh, We're just clay. And it's hard. And so when we read that verse, we love it. There's no one that doesn't love that verse because we're always thinking about something a little bit better. Even even if we're in a great season. Yeah. We always like to look at that part where she is told it says for such a time as this she goes to king exerces he drops the scepter he drops the scepter and lo and behold to half half of the kingdom however however we always forget the things god used in her life to get her to that point yeah there were things in her life that weren't that pleasant yeah and he does the same thing in all of our lives and he'll be building us up Sometimes to get us to that, that place, that place for such a there time. There's so many decretive this. things that took yeah. place and in tough times. Yeah, she was really going through it. There was fear. Yeah, uh, fear of death. There yeah. was um, annihilation. Yeah, um, you know, betrayal, lies. Yeah. Uh, they tried murdering Xerxes. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And then we read 414, and we love that. Yeah, we always like to just focus in on the, the best part. I know. know. Well, that's today's verse. And Malachi 3.10, I just opened the Bible. You guys know I like to read through the Bible. And then I like to open the Bible and just read there and see if I understand yeah. the story, the back backdrop, what's going on historically. What? It, how does it apply to me? Yeah. Do you have your coffee? Right here. Has coffee. My coffee's right here. Okay, so coffee. guys, this is very encouraging, but it's, it's twofold. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing, there will not be room to receive it. Room enough to receive it. So I open the Bible and I read this and I feel very, very encouraged. I just think, oh, thank you, Jesus. Lord, (laughs) and and here's the thing, meet people all the time. Is there anyone that doesn't like a blessing? Is there anyone that doesn't like a gift? What's funny is we were at a local butcher shop the other day, <laughs> yeah. and I asked, how was your Christmas? And he goes, I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't like receiving gifts, and I don't like giving gifts. You want to talk bah humbug. He, yeah, <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? And I and I was just like, what? And he says, yeah, I put my game face on when I'm here. I put my pro, P-R-O face on when I'm in here. But 
when I go home, I just like to not say anything. Yeah. I just want to be quiet with my girlfriend. And I didn't, I'm going to eventually ask him, hey, why don't you like Christmas? Why don't you like receiving gifts? Well, yeah. it, you know, I'm saying something's taking place there. Yeah. I, I turn here, guys. <laughs> look, look. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing, there will not be room enough to receive it. When I meet people, you know what I'm saying? I don't know of anyone, really, truly, besides this guy, and yeah. I don't think that's real. That's probably a, a wall he's built up because of hurt Something, or pain yeah. or the, his past. Something has taken place yeah. that he's adopted that uh, mindset, that thought process. I like this verse because, really, we all want a blessing. We all want to do over. We all want to start over. There's, yeah. We all have regrets, and we love <coughs> the verse that God says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Take, this, take my yoke upon you. Yeah. I, I'm going to bless you. But I thought, as I was reading this, if, I thought, why is it starting at C? I thought it should start C if I will not open for you the windows of heaven. You know, because I was like, oh, yeah, why is this written so weird? Well, I've done this. I just did a devotion on pulling a verse. Yes. I did this eight years ago. I pulled a verse right out of Isaiah. Out of context. Chapter 118, and it's a great verse. And here's the thing. I preached it correctly, but... You, you needed to understand what was going yeah, on the with fullness the, the fullness whole, of chapter one yeah, of Isaiah. And so I thought, well, <laughs> should I just stay with this and high five Jesus and say, well, I'm ready, Lord. Send, send, send it my way, baby. Well, I flip the page and um, let's go to verse nine, okay? You are cursed with a curse for you have robbed me even this whole nation, bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing, there will not be room enough to receive it. What this is, is a conditional covenant. God yeah. is saying this to you. Yeah. I'll do this over here in verse 10. I will do this. <clears throat> I promise to do this. Yeah. I'm putting my name on the dotted line. I'm signing the check for this. But here's what I need you to do. Bring your tithe to church. Yeah. Well, Matt... I'm not going to church. I'm off the hook, buddy. Those are a bunch of hypocrites. And you know what? I stopped going, but I do watch the man cave. Thank you for watching the man cave. I'm humbled. This is a separate principle than going to church. Yes, God says, do not forsake the assembly of the saints as some people will as the times grow near. Meaning, as the time of Christ's return mm -hmm. grows near, there is a falling away yeah. of church attendance. A lot We're seeing a lot of it now, and a lot of churches in my area are closing because of COVID. Yeah. And because uh, churches are lopsided today, meaning a lot of your older churches, the majority of the people that are going there are older than 50 years old. Yeah. That will not sustain for any length of time. No. They've basically, and they thought, well, we'll just continue doing this. And for years they could get away with it. But yeah. now that no one new has come up and yeah. they haven't addressed, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. What's going on with us, yeah. you know? 
uh, I got to put this in there. You know, I probably quote this 10 times a week. Jude, Mm -hmm. the book of Jude, read it. Uh, Jude went to give an encouragement. He went to uh, just to really supercharge the saints. But in the midst of doing it, all of a sudden, the spirit of the living God comes upon him and he has to give a warning. And it says this, that men have secretly Mm -hmm. ideological views thought processes okay bad theology but it's all with the men or men have snuck into the churches and what are they doing they're not called of god and okay it the bible says and jude says this condemnation has been upon them meaning god knew this was going to happen it's back to there's going to be injustices that take place woe to whom bring it there's people that are teaching things in the church that's not the gospel of jesus christ yeah and that's what they're he's trying to tell them blending there. yeah you yeah. ask any lost alcoholic you like to drink beer and wine together just pound them together uh no i don't a lot you know what's funny is you can you can talk to and there are some crazy people out there that can mix all kinds of drinks until they puke and fall out pass out in a, in, into a into a ditch but I, I remember talking to a guy, and I was talking about, okay, obviously you're an alcoholic because you're, you're hammered. What's your drink of choice? You know, I think he thought I was going to buy him a bottle, right? You know, well, how much is that? Here you go, friend. Uh, you know what I thought about saying, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus, give up that alcoholic spirit and get right with God. But I didn't say anything. I, I just talked to him. But he said um, he, he liked whatever was cheapest, but he told me this. Whatever I buy, I only stick with that during that drinking session. He did not mix wine with beer or wine with liquor or anything. He liked to stick with that one thing. I always thought that was interesting. Where are you going? Well, here's the thing. Just like the lost drunk reprobate doesn't like mixing, uh, nor does God. God is jealous and doesn't want you mixing your life with other belief systems and anything. Let me put this out there. Anything that is going to take your devotion from him, your attention from him, your focus from him, your money from him, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it at all. Uh, You might be saying, well, you know, that's my money. Excuse me? Actually, in the New Testament, God owns it all. I just read in the Psalms, I just read in the Psalms, Everything on the planet, the face of the earth, belongs to me. And I started yeah. laughing because I, the reason I started laughing is, again, I opened the Bible and I had just tithed. You know what I'm saying? And I was yeah. like, oh, dodge that bullet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but God, he's not interested in 50% of your life, 70% of your life, 80% of your life, 90% of your life. He's interested in 100% of your life. I think sometimes it's hard to tithe. It, it really is. Well, we like to see it as all ours, yeah. you know, that we don't, we don't keep it in perspective that it's all God God's. is, yeah, he's the giver of these things. Yeah. It's all he has to begin with. And, you know, we'll trust God. We're hoping when we die, we go to heaven. So we're trusting God with the most important thing, but we're not trusting yeah. God with the money, with the money. <clears throat> and I and heard, you know why? Can I just say this? <clears throat> uh-huh. Because that is the most important thing to us. When yeah. a person doesn't tithe to church or doesn't tithe at all. It's because money is the most important thing to them. That is their God. They can say a million times over, no, it's not. 
But God, simply, if God was yeah. number one in your life, you would do what he said. This wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. I remember hearing one person say, and I, it was a, a well-known pastor, he said that uh, tithing helps him keep it in perspective of not being greedy. Yeah. Not having a greedy heart, you mm-hmm. know, and that really does. It helps you to realize, you know, God can do a whole lot more with the, with 90. the 90 that's left in my life than I can do with the 100%. Then the curse of yeah. having 100% yeah. and God not blessing it. Yeah. Because there's a curse here. Oh, he, He's, he yeah. comes out and tells you in verse 9, <clears throat> you're cursed. Yeah. Meaning the, the paycheck you just got, yeah. that is cursed up until the point that you decide the first thing you're going to do with it is tithe. Now, no, once God has put that principle in you and you realize, okay, I need to tithe. And he knows you're going to tithe, okay? But still, the first fruits go to the Lord. It's not like, you know, you go out, you buy this, that, pay this bill, that bill, and then you decide, oh, okay, I have X amount left. I'll just throw this to God like he's a waiter or waitress. And honestly, we'll go to a restaurant and we'll, the minimum tip most of the time is 15 percent. Yeah. so we're giving more a for server. a server yeah than to god yeah. oh my goodness and you're talking about the curse and if you go back just even a couple more verses it's talking oh i dropped the phone go ahead it's talking about um that the curse that was on their, their land you're wondering why all this, this everything yeah all, all their food and all, all the stuff it, it's it's basically molding and mildewing and it's not growing or they're uh, having a drought or whatever when and, yeah and he's saying that I'm going to take care of this. And then in verse 11, he goes on to say that he's going to rebuke the devourer for you, not uh-huh. just bless them. Yeah. But then he's going to also uh, make it so that it will not destroy the fruits of your land and the vine in your field. Because that was also like an income for them, their fruits and their, their I land. can remember. <clears throat> um, I was at this company and I had my biggest month ever. I think during that month, and guys, this is years and years and years back. Boy, uh, I was so stupid back then with my finances. I was I was tithing though most of the time, but I made like eighteen thousand dollars in one month, and I was standing in front of the sales force, and they were handing me. It was like they were handing me candy. I got this check for doing this, and this check for breaking mm-hmm. this record, and this check, and this check, mm-hmm. and I left that that you know, sales meeting with like five or $6,000 in checks and plaques. And then um, I remember I was so arrogant and prideful. I had like six different plaques and I threw them all in the garbage can and they all looked at me. Management looked at me. The people presenting uh, all these plaques to me looked at me and they go, what are you doing? I said, that's yesterday's accomplishments. I'm looking forward to this month. (laughs) <laughs> that's how arrogant I was. <sighs> Terrible, right? But I, I had some things that came up that month. God, more than enough, gave me the money. But if I was to pay all my obligations, and I had one <clears throat> that came back to bite me from several years earlier where I was not being responsible and I had to pay it, um, I could pay everything and have nothing left, but I could not tithe. And I remember praying to God. I got, Lord, what do you want me to do? Because I need to pay these debts. I need to pay all of these bills, and I don't have money to tithe. And you know what he said? Uh, you need to tithe first. And my tithe was going to be about uh, $1,800 or something. And um, at the time, I was tithing to um, 
Tony Evans, the urban alternative, mm, you yeah. know, and I loved calling them up or Charles Stanley into his <coughs> ministries. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of times uh, we tie to the local church or we tie to R.C. Sproul or John MacArthur's church. But I remember thinking, uh, I decide not to tithe. I paid all my debts and I asked for forgiveness and I moved on. Yet, and, and, and I, I'm sharing this in the man cave, my personal experience. Here's what took place. Um, I had so many things break yeah. that month in my life. It, I mean, I cannot, and I knew every time I blew out a tire, I accidentally <coughs> bumped my bumper and the airbags went off. Uh, my washer, remember the washer broke one day and the, yeah. two days later, the dryer. What are the odds? I can remember just everything in my life falling apart. And I was just like, what gives? But <clears throat> the whole time, I knew it. I knew what was going on. That The devourer had been given permission to enter my life. I had placed myself under the curse. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that just are struggling to make it in life. And, yeah. and, 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 I can, and guys, don't think Matt's the perfect tither. Even after all that, there have been times where I was short. I didn't have money. And again, I, uh, you know, I, <coughs> I held back my tithe from God. Yeah. Um, it happens, but we will learn the hard way. We yeah. really will because God uses that money for his kingdom. Let me tell you. Um, you remember some of those bad things that happened? Oh, oh my goodness. Let me tell you though this, that we justify in our mind. We're thinking fleshly like, well, I have to pay my bills. You know, God will understand that. So let's steal so from let's, God. Let's just go ahead. And Why not rob our, a liquor store? Why not rob the grocery store? <laughs> let's just go ahead and pay our bills. That's and e then God will we'll ask for forgiveness. It's all covered under grace. Right. But what we're not getting is That's that his. if. It's his money. And if we were to tithe first and trust him, the Lord, first of all, can protect the stuff that we have, that it won't break, that you're not have to invest Spurgeon that. says that. Yeah. That he will safeguard that yeah. which he's given to you. And he can move a person's heart to give you the extra money that you were needing to pay your bills as well. Oh, yeah. You know? See, I think we take this like, oh, I can tithe <laughs> or not tithe. Yeah. And, and that's really how it is. You could never be very successful in life by not tithing. And the reason I say that is you can gain the world, but God will take it away. Yeah. There is a time when God will just take back everything he's given you because here's the thing. Money has become a God. It's the spirit of mammon <laughs> that's ruling you. And, and a lot of people are like, well, I haven't tithed for years. I, I don't tithe at all. Um, well, you got a rough road coming, okay? Because God will go after your retirement account. He'll go after your 401k, your pension. Um, he'll cause something to happen to your health. All over tithing because, again, it reveals the heart. Yeah. I don't trust God. Yeah, I don't I'm trust greedy. God that he can make the 90% go further. You may be sitting here thinking, well, Matt's saying this because he wants me to support him. No, this goes to the church. The tithe yeah. goes to the church. Yeah. That which you give <coughs> above the tithe is what God calls alms. Um, yep. um, when, when I'm giving money to a person on the street, that's alms. That's what it is. But it's, it's such a fine line. I learned the hard way. I have failed so many times. If you're listening to this and aren't a tither, okay, um, you need to just ask God to forgive you yeah. and to start. 
I don't have yeah. the money. You, you listen, listen. You think you don't have the money. You, yeah. yeah you, look at look at. It's just a matter of time. That's what he says in verse ten about test me in this. See if I'm not going to yeah. bless you. Basically, why, why don't you do that? Why don't you test God? Yeah. And, and that's one of the very few areas that I've, you can read that. He says, see, put me to the test yeah. on that. Tie to me and see if I won't make the 90% go longer or bless you above and beyond. You know, because yeah. a lot of times we think, well, I'm broke. I don't have money to do this. I don't have money to do that. Yeah. It, it, I know, I know, I know, guys, depending where you are. It's hard. It yeah. really is hard to trust God with our finances. I've been there. I've done that. I mean, oh, if anyone knows, it's me. You won't tithe <clears throat> on a dollar, okay? You're not. You're not going to tithe on fifty thousand dollars. No. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what I'm saying? Because people in their mind they justify it. Well, if I had more money, yeah. I'd tithe. Say I, I say I was making this much money, then I would tithe. No. You can't tithe on what you have right here, right now, which is normally not enough. Yeah. You're always lacking. You're always wanting more. You're always trying to strategically plan it out to make it go further, longer. Yeah. Oh, Lord, bless this. God can't. Yeah. These, the, the, yeah. This is a New Testament <clears throat> and an Old Testament principle. Yeah. Uh, again, the money was going to the church. It was to help the widow, the poor, the orphan in the original church. Now our churches have to. Look, you know what's funny is I've been to churches that couldn't afford to pay me when I was uh, supply preaching because they said, you know what? We have to pay the electricity. Because the <laughs> statistic is this. There's only 10% tithing in every church. Out of every church across America in the world, less than 10%. I thought it was 1%. No, it's yeah. ten, they say it's 10? less than 10% are tithing that are in that church. Uh-huh. And, you ready for this? 2% of the 10% are giving the majority of the money that to the it. church. Yeah. So out of every church, you only have 10% tithing. Yeah. But out of the 10, there's 2% of that church that are giving. They understand the principle of tithing. Yeah. And they're going above and beyond the yeah. 10%. They're carrying it, basically. They're really, yeah. really carrying it. And... Um, <clears throat> I tell you, it, it works, and the, I don't know why. I have slipped out of tithing many times, only for God to uh, break me, uh, <laughs> uh, cut off cut off the reservoir valve, the blessing valve, yeah. and I'm like, Lord, Lord, what are you doing? And the Lord may just say this, Matt, Matt, what are you doing? Yeah, you, you know, know my principles. Yeah, you know my word. You know my word. Are you, yeah. Don't be stupid, okay? Um, again, don't use, I'm not going to church. There's a lot of online places that you can. Yeah. If you're, uh, if you have a, you know, Calvary Chapel, um, oh, Calvary yeah. Chapel is a good place to tie there. They, yeah. they serve the Lord. R.C. Sproul, um, mm-hmm. Ligonier Ministries, yeah. John MacArthur. You want to make sure that you're tithing to a church <coughs> that believes like you believe. Yeah. That are strong in the Lord. Yeah. yeah. If you're in debt, I guarantee if you're in debt, you're not tithing. You know what? The last time I saw the, 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 the I think the research at the barn research on this it was like 99% of people who were in debt were not tithing as Christians. Really? Yeah. So the reason you're in debt is because you're not tithing. God can't bless. Normally. Yeah, normally. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, and, and there, yes, there's a million different circumstances that come in. And I'm not here to argue with you over this principle. Right. You're going to do it or you're not going to do it. But if you continue year after year, you know, decade after decade, your <laughs> life. Not having enough, 
just barely making it. And then once you feel like you get ahead, you end up having to go backwards and lose everything. It's because of this principle. We cannot forsake any principle within the Bible. And it was just so funny that I happened to turn to that. I was so liking the verse when I first started. Yeah, Lord, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me. You know, oh, overwhelm me, Lord. Oh, I want it all, Lord. Hit me hard with it. Open the floodgates, baby. I I mean, everybody wants that. Then I turned the page before and I couldn't believe it when it said cursed, cursed. Uh. You know, so guys, you're one prayer away. And that prayer can be 30 seconds to a minute. It's not a long prayer. Yeah. Lord, I have not been tithing. I'm sorry. Forgive me and start doing it. Yeah. Uh, the irony here is... It's, Give them the irony. The irony is... God can change everything instantaneously. It's an easy principle yeah. to do, but it, it can be hard in our hearts to let go. Yeah. And guys, you know, when, and you, when you truly, when you're repenting, <clears throat> that means I'm turning the opposite way of the sin. I'm acknowledging what God says about what I've been doing. Yeah. God will forgive you. He's not saying, okay, you owe me this much yeah, money. He's saying yeah. from this moment Point forward, forward. Yeah. when you, I'm not talking about gifts. Some people <coughs> tithe gifts. Yeah. Other people don't tithe gifts. I'm talking about what you earn, what's yeah. given to you, you know, whether it's social <coughs> security, right. uh, whether you get a paycheck every Friday, yeah. those type of things. You can always go to God yeah. and you can ask him, you know, but I've learned God will never You know, because a lot of times we're chimpsy and we're cheap. So we're going to God, God, I got this gift, you know, or this. Do you want me to tithe on it? it? Friends, here's the thing. I've I've learned, and it's it's a hard lesson to learn. Um, God will never be indebted to you, ever. Do you understand what I'm saying? He will never, ever, ever be indebted to anyone. And as you do the right thing, even, even if God was neutral on it, but you went above and beyond and says, no, I am. A man, yeah. you know, John the Baptist said this, a man can receive nothing unless it's been given to him from God. It is a hard, hard road talking to people about finances. Yeah. Um, do you know the Lord talked about finances, you know, money more than he ever talked about heaven, hell? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah. It's it's crazy because finances are how we live, how we pay our bills, how yeah. we get food. Everyone is, you know, and we we oftentimes will look at money and we will look at that job as that's our source, you know, yeah. that that's our security blanket. It's not. Those things are fleeting. Yeah, those, those things can resource. fail. God yeah. is your source. Yeah. Everything else is a resource. Old Testament, he's raining down manna. You can have all the money you wanted in the Old Testament. You're in the desert. <coughs> Here's the thing. There's no desert bakery. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's no bakery in the desert. God supplied what they need, and he'll do the same thing in your life. Yeah. So, sorry sorry for the um, hardcore. Um, and I know it, you know what's funny about this, Tracy? Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, devotion will hit 90% of the audience in the man cave hard. Because mm-hmm. probably, you know, 90%, maybe not, because if you're watching the man cave, you yeah. may, you honestly, you may be holding harder and closer to the principles of God. So yeah. I could be right, but I know there are those who, you know, are struggling to find a church, and I know there are those who uh, don't think it's necessary. That's an Old Testament principle. It's not. It's a New Testament principle, and God yeah. wants to bless you. And if you and don't maybe feel... Maybe you just need to be taught on this, and so that way you, you're, you're wondering... 
why in the world can I get ahead? Can I get ahead? Why? And this is your answer. Why is God picking on me? Why did I get a flat tire? Why did I yeah. not look at why did I not get the promotion? Ah, why am yeah. I not getting the relationship I'm praying for? Yeah. It just goes on and on and on yeah. and on. It yeah. really, really does. So, and so here's probably the answer to some of your questions. Some of your questions, your yes. answer, and you don't want... The you Lord's know what's funny answering is? Answering your prayers. I can remember it, back years ago, I would not in a million years want to hear a message like this. I would rather you just take me out in the alley, strip my clothes, take my wallet, and beat me. And there's nothing in the wallet. Because, you know what I'm saying? It's very personal to us. We don't... We work hard for our money. You know what I'm saying? Money's hamburgers. Money's electricity. Money's fun. Money's all these different things, you know. But first, money has to be God's. Yeah. And then he'll give you wisdom, discernment, and he will keep and protect that which you have and multiply it and bless us. Yeah. If ever there was a time when this needed to be put out there is now, especially with inflation. Taking, you know, this is a hard message because everything is costing more. But (laughs) here's the thing. It's free. To God to, can multiply it back. Yeah, he can multiply it. It's free to yeah. go to God and ask for wisdom, discernment, protection, healing, yeah. blessing, discernment. I mean, all these things that God gives, okay? He asks very little of us, but this is one thing that he does ask. We love you guys. I know it was hard. Peace. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Peace.